Empower the use of open source with software composition analysis from Revenera. Hello, and thanks for listening in once again. I'm your host, Kendra Morton, Principal Product Marketing Manager for Software Composition Analysis at Revenera, and we are once again talking today with Alex Ryback, the Director of Product Management at Revenera as well. So hey, Alex, welcome again. Hey, Kendra, good to be back. Yeah, so the software industry's reliance on open source along with an increase in open source dependencies and the frequency of new security breaches it seems like there's a high profile security breach almost every week in the news right it's coming up on a weekly basis all of this has set up kind of a perfect storm for supply chain security i think we'll be talking about the software supply chain on several fronts for a long time. Do, do you agree with that statement? Yeah, I think uh, security breaches are actually multiple times a day. So there kind of comes in spurts. So even more often than, uh, than on a weekly basis. And yeah, definitely, um, I think this topic's definitely here to stay. I think like a lot of other kind of topics, this requires continuous adjustment improvement over the long haul. So this is not a one and done security is always uh, kind of an evolving long term mission. Uh, you know, the bad actors are constantly adjusting their tactics. So I think uh, software suppliers need to as well. So definitely uh, a long term topic one we will come back to many times. Yeah. So with regards to supply chain security, then specifically as it relates to application security, security, what are some of the things that our listeners or companies should really be considering at this point in time? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we talked about uh, in the previous podcast as well, but I think uh, number one, kind of know your program. Uh, chances are, if you're not aware of one, you probably already have a program. So become familiar with it. Um, a basic process typically would look something like, you know, definition planning. So kind of understand what you're trying to achieve, understand, you know, who's your team, who are you going to work with? Um, kind of try to proactively as well as real time uh, implement some sort of detection. So SAS, DAS, SCA, um, all of them focus on different elements of application security. All of them are important to be done together. Um, you know, figure out what you do to respond to issues. Uh, if somebody or when somebody makes the call, what are you going to do? Do you have a process in place? So you don't want it to be a fire drill. And then uh, continuous improvement, adjust as needed, uh, do retrospectives, understand what worked in your last attempt, what didn't. Um, your kind of your punch list of security issues will evolve over time. Uh, don't don't try to take on too much. Uh, you know, figure out the top three things you want to focus on when you finish number one, you know, number four becomes number three and you kind of re keep rebuilding your list. But uh, I always like to talk about it as kind of three main kind of activities. So number one, planning, right? Understand your risk, uh, understand your use models, uh, determine what sensitive info is in your product or your services. Um, and then make sure there's training for the product teams. Make sure they understand what they're accountable for. Make sure that they're equipped with the skills to be able to do it. And if not, um, you know, offer training to get the, the skills up leveled. Uh, second is proactive detection, right? Don't, don't wait till somebody calls to do your pen testing. So make sure you do your security scanning. Make sure you do your static analysis on the code your team writes. Make sure you do pen testing or dynamic analysis on how your applications uh, work at runtime. Um, and don't forget about SCA for the open source vulnerability exposures. All three are important. They're typically done at different frequencies, but they're, they're all important to make sure you get full coverage. Um, and then response, right? Uh, event analysis, escalation. Uh, what are your escalation paths? Um, how are you going to respond? Uh, are you going to go through a containment strategy, mitigation, patching? Uh, having some sort of plans in place for all three of those is really important. 
Yeah, we can probably do separate podcasts on all three of those. I'm, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, and, and you mentioned that we've covered application security awareness in a few of our other podcasts, but what are some of the top of mind kind of key takeaways you, you, you think our listeners should walk away with? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, they're kind of sub bullets to the main one, which is just kind of keep up to date with what's going on in the market. Um, there's really, I guess, three things that I would advise folks pay attention to. So the first is the executive order. You know, we've talked about it a lot. I'm sure other you know, other vendors talk about it as well. A really important, probably one of the most significant events that have happened in open source management in, in many years. Uh, but May of this year, so May 12th, uh, U.S. government issued an executive order uh, on cybersecurity, and it was a fairly comprehensive objective, right? It, it wasn't real specific hows, but kind of what you want to achieve. And it talked about uh, being able to have better processes, better cooperation across agencies, um, and as part of it, being able to provide better disclosures and transparency. So when we talk about disclosures and transparency, we're talking about a software bill material. And... Uh, Again, another topic we keep coming back to, but it's really critical because it's kind of your central asset that lots of teams need. So when you talk about software bill material, it is essentially your ingredients list for what is inside your application. And the U.S. government sees that, along with many other industry groups, as the, the one element that will provide more trust and visibility throughout the software supply chain. So if you look at what's happened since the executive order, uh, NIST, which is a government agency, has kind of been tasked with putting some order behind the order, right? So not just what we want to accomplish, but what are the actual steps we want to go through. So over the past six months or so, they've really focused on kind of a three-pronged approach. They've solicited lots of feedback from various stakeholders. So lots of companies wrote up kind of their opinions on what should happen, what elements of cybersecurity need to get factored in, um, and kind of what safeguards need to be put in place. Uh, NIST has then published a definition of what is considered to be critical software because that is the subject of the executive order. Uh, they published guidelines for security measures for critical software and minimum SBOM standards. And, and all this is available on the NIST websites. And right now they're working through preliminary guidelines on how this order will be put into force. And for that as well, they've solicited lots of feedback. There was a meeting back uh, a couple weeks ago to, to discuss this. And the next kind of major milestones to look out for will be in February when they will publish uh, the guidelines identifying the best practices. And then May, which will be about a year after the executive order was issued, um, the, the kind of the, the program starts, right? Like what are the specific guidelines, review update procedures, what are the requirements that companies will need to make if they do business with the U.S. government? So that's number one. Uh, the second thing I would pay attention to is what is called VEX. It stands for the Vulnerability Exploitability Exchange. This is essentially um, an add-on to the software bill of material. Uh, NTIA describes this as a companion artifact, but think of it as a false positive vulnerability disclosure. So the, there's kind of a friction point between software bill of material and vulnerabilities because your bill of material release to release is going to be static. So for the most part, unless you have some sort of dynamic runtime dependencies, whatever is in your product stays in your product till you, re you release a new version. However, when you look at it from the security side, that's highly dynamic. There's new vulnerabilities being found every day. There's vulnerabilities being rescored, reassessed. So it's important to have the static bill material have some type of overlay for security information. And that's what the VEX attempts to do. So it not only gives you an idea of what vulnerabilities are associated with your products, but it also gives you commentary on ones that you feel are false positives. 
so that your customers or for folks further down the supply chain uh, are not spending time vetting vulnerabilities that you don't believe actually impact your application. So it's kind of a disclosure on here's what you should expect if you do a security scan, but don't be concerned about these because even though they're real vulnerabilities, they don't necessarily impact our product the way that our product is designed to work. Um, and then the third thing I would pay attention to is uh, what's called a digital bill of material or the DBOM. And the idea here is this kind of a, a, a more forward looking idea, but uh, you know everything needs to get digital. Uh, today, you know, people pass around SPDX or Cyclone DX documents. Kind of the, the vision for the future is there will be a place to go to have a live and up-to-date bill material visible for all of your supply chain partners. And there's a Linux Foundation uh, project that is attempting to define how this will be done. Uh, they're looking at digital commons as a place where dust bombs can be stored um, and defining taxonomies and kind of... Uh, um, you know, what the access criteria would be and so forth. So uh, something a little more forward looking, but something to pay attention to because the, the whole point of this is to get on common procedures, common uh, structures, and a common way to access the data. So, so those are the three things I would uh, recommend people pay attention to. Um, has VEX and DBOM been around for a while or are these new, new terms? Um, they have been around for a while. Uh, VEX is probably a little further down kind of its maturity cycle. It's been discussed for a long time. There's lots of kind of industry vendors that are participating in defining standards and defining the, the formats. Uh, but the, but kind of the need for it is definitely there and more present than uh, the digital bombs. But yeah, both have been around. Both have had uh, a lot of participants to try to mature a standard and kind of be as open as it can be. Um, so definitely recommend, you know, if your organization is not up to date on it, uh, you know, join the industry groups, join Linux Foundation presentations. There's lots of good free content available for them. Okay, great. And it seemed to be that there was a common theme there when you talked about kind of those three things to pay attention to. The executive order, there's a focus on the SBOM, you know, your vulnerability, exploitability exchange backs. There's a focus on, you know, the software bill of materials. And then, of course, when we talk about the digital bill of materials, so there seems to be a bit of a, of a, a theme there. Yep, absolutely. Um, so based on your experience, and now, of course, you're part of the committee for um, Revenera to shore up our security best practices, how important going into, again, um, kind of this ongoing theme, how important is the software bill of materials? Yeah, I mean, it's critical. It's, uh, you know, I, uh, without it, you're essentially flying blind, right? Because if you don't know what you have, you can't secure it. You can't properly assess your risk. You can't determine how much work you need to do to kind of burn down the risk to what's acceptable to you. Um, so whenever we talk about the SBOM, you know, whenever I do any sort of kind of open source 101 presentations or anything, we we try to compare it to food labeling, right? So if you have an allergy, for example, and you don't know the ingredients in a dish you ordered at a restaurant, you're kind of flying blind. You're hoping that you're not going to have a reaction. It's kind of the same thing. If you don't know what is inside your product, if you don't understand what kind of are the ingredients to your software, you can't take the appropriate steps, right? You can certainly work with legal security to define criteria, but you need data to kind of bounce against that criteria. So it's, it's definitely the central asset that supports lots of stakeholders, you know, legal security from compliance perspective, engineering from kind of tech debt burn down and management and addressing security concerns in the product. You've got the management layer who needs to get more of kind of across department, across business unit views and where are the hotspots where do resources need to get applied to burn down the risk. Uh, if you happen to be dealing, uh, you know, selling your product in other countries, there's export control regulations. You can't really do those without understanding your encryption exposures through open source. 
uh, if you're building any products that deal with human safety, there's going to be a safety compliance element. And of course, then your customers, your customers, customers. So it's critically important to understand this because again, without it, you're, you're not really able to run your compliance program. Very good. All right. Thank you, Alex. Um, and I, I just want to say that we're not done. Uh, we don't want to leave our audience hanging here because um, if if they're doing what I think they're doing, they're asking, okay, what are some of the immediate steps that we should be taking, right? What should we be doing um, after we've talked about kind of what they should be considering? So that's going to be coming up in our next uh, podcast. Um, any hints do you think we want to give them right now as to what's going to be in that? Yeah, I mean, to no surprise, we're going to talk about the SBOM. So. Absolutely. We'll, there you we'll, go. We'll look forward to you joining our next session. Absolutely. All right. To our audience, thank you for joining us and have a great day. Empower the use of open source with software composition analysis from Revanera.